I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in Wyndham, New York. And I'm Scott Blakeman in Manhattan. You know, on Monday evening, I took the only kind of flight that judges the redness of your eyes. Yes, the 9.35 p.m. JetBlue Airbus 321 is called the Red Eye Flight because it's an overnight flight that arrives about 6 a.m. New York time from San Francisco. Now, to my knowledge, there is no clear-eye flight that leaves and arrives at a so-called reasonable hour. Now, this reporter feels that it's actually quite reasonable and desirable to do the red-eye flight so one can enjoy another full day of vacation and have a relaxed dinner before boarding your flight. Now, the alternative, Tommy, well, if you're traveling east from California, any morning or afternoon flight essentially involves spending an entire day devoted to travel, travel, travel. And that doesn't sound very reasonable to me. <laughs> no, indeed, Scotty. And it's about time we had that conversation about eyeballular scourge of long-distance travel, but also allergies and excessive consumption of THC. Uh, uh, and that's why I and many other red-eye sufferers use Visine and Maureen, Scotty. <laughs> Never at the same time, though. You don't need to. Both brands soothe dry eyes and don't stop there. They go on to whiten the eyeballs in a jiffy. Why, it's almost scientific magic. <laughs> now, I've been known to keep a small bottle of Visine or Maureen in my car. And for a while, I kept a small container in my pants pocket until Scotty. One of the bottles leaked, and what you would expect a squeezy plastic bottle of liquid to do in your pants, and walking, sitting, jamming your hands in your pocket could make it happen, and my phone, obviously. So maybe I better try not to remember what happened next, Scotty. Well, Tommy, uh, you know, these days where I carry a small hand sanitizer bottle uh, and keep losing it, uh, I can certainly empathize with you. I love it. Murine and Visine. Now, is just totally off the guess. Could these have been brothers and one of them split off from Visine and uh, to finally start his own company with a similar sounding name? Yes, like Adidas and 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 Puma. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the, it, 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 again, this is speculative, but I assume that that is the case. And I, I'm going to go slightly different. I was going to say it's a brother and sister because oh, yeah. Maureen sounds like a female name to me. Ah, Whereas Visine, of course, would be. Well, I could actually imagine Visine being a woman's name. Like, well, my Aunt Visine, you know, I, I, <laughs> like I would have an Aunt Visine on my dad's side <laughs> of the family. That's right. V for Venus. And, and just this sort of seems to be. That's interesting. And I'm sorry that I apologize. Uh, and I, I didn't apologize in advance because no one ever says I'd like to apologize after the fact because that's the definition of yeah general apology. But yeah, you don't apologize really need to in do advance. That. You have to state that. Well, but I should have said, or I could have said, how about this, Tommy? To t take you one step further, two sisters. Who, yeah. uh, you know, so really my that's brother right. brother two thing sisters. was, uh, you know, a time of the patriarchy and a real throwback to it a distant era that we should leave in the ashes. <laughs> well, I think, well, I think it was a teach. If, if there ever, there was a teachable moment, it's right oh, yeah. now. Uh, uh, you know, that, that was that, four that, years of college right there. That's so. right, right there. Uh, 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 but I think we've all learned a lesson about, about assuming that Visine and Murine, if they were people, that they would be men. Now they're very, very likely would be women and smart women at that strong oh, women with an idea that why should, 
women or or, or men have red eyes and, yeah, and, yeah. and and they and they both went to work and 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 who knows which came up with it first visine or murine but well it led to a lot of bad bad blood in the uh well the i hope they've resolved it and i think Probably if they were two sisters, they probably were more sensible than the two brothers. And hopefully they patched things up. And again, this is all speculative. Well, you can hopefully that all, all you want. But Scott, yeah. the fact is they're both separate companies and they're and let's just be honest, they're rivals. But there's no reason why uh, uh, sisters cannot be rivals. No, in fact, that's a great premise for a, a heartwarming heart Hallmark film that they run the two biggest, uh, you know, eye clearing up companies. And yet they still can be uh, sisterly and friendly so that's what we hope you know that's right and, uh, now i didn't use by the way now this is going to air we don't discuss it and i have not done the pot thing in, in decades but that no. was something that you know you go <laughs> use some visine before your parents come home and yes that's that is that absolutely that's where i and and definitely before you drive yeah. And, and uh, uh, but uh, absolutely I, I i i really i'm sure uh uh, there, there are times when I wish I had put on Visine and didn't realize that my eyes were glowing red, like a glowing <laughs> uh, 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 alien's eyes, alien yeah. robots. Eyes. Unless that's what you were going for. In that case, don't it's so, use Visine. So seldom is what I'm going for. Though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's so, interesting. And especially, I wonder if in these Zoom days, whether people also might use it to try to look a little better uh, on camera and all that. I, I once, uh, many years ago, uh, uh, well, I should say it. I, I dated someone who was on television and she had her little trick was, I think, putting actual uh, cucumbers uh, uh, or pickles, even or cucumbers on her directly on your eyes to get rid of that. On the eyeballs? Because I've seen it on the eyelids when you're sleeping at night. Yeah. So, but on the eyeballs, that's... I believe, well, I, I, I just remembered... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know exactly, but it's somewhere in that area, but it seemed to work. Uh, I would see somebody her. would notice them, though, and say, wait, aren't your eyes really cucumbers? Well, that's so, But you're saying put them on before you go. Yeah. On. No, I should have specified that's not. Well, no. And some new people in the business, they make that mistake there. Oh, yeah, I hear cucumbers are great. And they go, you're on three, two, one. <laughs> And it's like, why, do they, why is he wearing cucumbers? So yeah. no, now no, no, you can no. laugh it off. Saying, yeah. It's a great natural cure for eye redness. Uh, uh, but but take them off before you go to your big meeting or that oh, big yeah. interview that you 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 don't want to have red eyes. For oh, them. no, I'm so glad you're, you're saying that because a lot of I will get letters from listeners. And yeah. say, well, you told me to use cucumbers and you never said to take them off. And you know, <laughs> please take them off before you go outside, even even to the uh, corner store. I recommend not wearing it. So that's well, a only because. You know, I mean, people, you know, you never get a second chance to make a first impression and, <laughs> and, and, and you never know who you're going to meet in the store for the first time. And if you have eye, if it, also, you can't really see as well when you got cucumbers in front of your eyes. No. Let's, just be, let's just deal with the elephant in the room. And that oh, yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, uh, the, the, the vision reduction, uh, 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 you know, uh, quotient or whatever it is no it's, that, it's, that's the word quotient i was yeah. looking for the word i was looking for a different word but that's actually a better word the vision reduction quotient <laughs> by the way i i do want to say something uh, uh why don't the uh uh why remember why don't the airlines provide you with little with cucumbers or small bottles of uh vials of visine or murine well, that would be at nice the time. end of your uh yeah. uh uh, uh, red eye flight. Uh, well, that would be a great thing, and it wouldn't cost them, 
much, I don't think. And it'd be nice going down the aisle, handing out cucumbers. Yeah. And uh, no more red eye flights, for, you know, and, and, and you could make that part. Yeah, handing out slices of cucumbers uh, and just, you know, putting them on your eyes. And, and, and I mean, they, 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 don't, they don't have to put them on your eyes for you. Not especially not these days. No. In the well, old maybe, days, uh, they would. In the yeah. old days, the, the, the stewardesses, as we call them. Yeah. Would would have taken the slices of cucumber and directly applied them to your and held them there and for as long as they needed. Oh, and, to. and wearing a very snug, colorful. Uh, in fact, I uh, speaking of I at yeah. the SFO uh, airport, mm. uh, uh, they have the new term, the Harvey Milk Terminal, and they had the SFO Museum, and I dashed in there. It was a lovely exhibit on actual uh, uh, uniforms from 1968 United and TWA in those days stewardess. Uh, outfits and they were quite bold and orangey and 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 revealing. Oh yeah, been this nineteen seventies. Uh, Braniff was yeah. The, they they re reinvented the reimagined the the uh, flight attendant uniforms. I've often said this, Scotty, and I'll say it again: the best museum in San Francisco is the San Francisco Airport. Uh, 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 the the uh, it for uh, years you would go through the San Francisco Airport. And there would be this law that you would, for example, see this law, there's this long sort of walkway, but instead of making it boring, they would put old radios, for example, oh, wow. on, on display or old television or old this is or old bats. Wow. I did not see it this time or maybe it could have been another terminal, but uh, that's a great thing to do. That, that was one of the most wonderful, th the best, uh, 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 I'll say it again, Scotty, the best museum used to be the San Francisco airport. I don't know if that's true anymore, but, but I, 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 I honestly, I never had more of a, of a, of a satisfying museum experience as when I'm racing from plane <laughs> to plane or to ground transportation. Well, I think all airports should take the lead as SFO and provide vintage amusement along the way. And that way you're going, oh, well, I make it. Well, if I don't, I'm still enjoying these, these vintage radios and, and the great stewardess. I say stewardess because in 1968, they were stewardesses. And uh, well, Scotty, you just, in a way, maybe saved the planet, right, with this idea. Imagine, reimagine airports as museums yeah. so that as soon as you get off the plane, you're in the Metropolitan Museum of Art or, <laughs> or, or the Louvre. And you don't have to go through the, you know, through the, uh, well, an expensive cab ride. Probably you go to your hotel first and then yeah. you go to the Louvre. Imagine the airport itself had been re returned into uh, uh, the, the really all the air, all the um, ideally you would make it all the museums in the entire city would be in the airport so that would be think of how much uh, carbon footprint how tiny the carbon footprint would be like a little baby's footprint <laughs> well you'd get the Japanese tourists the ones who fly to Minneapolis just to go to the Mall of America it'd be that equivalent you just fly to the airport. Now, Tommy, this is one of those ideas and we've yeah. come up with many in our tenure in the last year and a half that That's I get the, you know, the heart races and I'm going, is somebody listening now, even though we haven't published this yet, and they're racing with, you know, the patent office. And Well, uh, it's going to require a lot of, you know, I mean, obviously there's going to be some building involved because yeah. much of the of, of the airport is still taken over by well, airplane uh, related things. Yeah, but shops, yeah. Uh, uh, duty free shops, various. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fast fooderies, but uh, uh, redesigning them as as uh, complete locations with all the museums, everything interesting, all in one huge, enormous airport terminal. Scotty, that would 
completely save the planet and maybe yeah. even save another planet nearby for all yeah that know. doesn't get talked about, but again, get those talked who, about yeah and those who say what about the museums already in town yeah. i say let's make them satellite branches you'll still want to go to the med on 81st and 5th but yeah. at, at laguardia jfk will be a very substantial med if you come from another city and and also that way people's whole mindset uh you know first of all you do spend a lot of time in an airport you get delayed sometimes instead of going oh gosh I'm going to be sitting here for three hours. Oh, more time at the Met, more, more time at the right. museum, and, you know, something. Uh, and, and the opera house and, and obviously yeah. the, the sports stadiums. Yeah. Imagine they're just all there at the airport while you're waiting and you just never have to leave the, the airport to go to the rest of the city. Yes. Will there be uh, will you have to turn the Metropolitan Museum into condos? Of course you will. <laughs> of course. And some of those room, condos will be huge loft spaces. I mean, there's a massive, massive. You think, for those of uh, listeners who've ever been to New York, you have to go to the Metropolitan Museum of Art at least once. Yeah. And that, and that was one of the great buildings of uh, the Beaux-Arts era. Yeah. A, a and still is, by the way. Just yeah. huge. So you can imagine that the, the lofts and condo, if you, if you were able to score the lobby, you, you, you know, your your bunk bed would be would seem very small and puny, but you oh, have yeah. this huge space. So no, the trade off. My fear would be that one, you know, deep pocketed buyer would buy the whole thing for their own residence. Oh, that, that's not what you want. You want you to don't see, want that. You know, I think everyone agrees you want to see great cultural institutions uh, repurposed as is condos but you want them to be a sole series of studios one bedrooms two bed, you know <laughs> so all and affordable pricing and of course here we are we can't see yeah. each other but if our listeners could yeah. we've got that amused look that surely we're jesting which was uh, of course the name of a great uh, 50s game surely you jest surely. Probably, <laughs> that, yeah uh, bennett surf probably wrote uh, right with that and name. the question is whether they're you're jesting or not and the winner has to decide are you jesting yeah maybe you're not jesting well that's the great that's the whole thing of the show it's surely like, you're uh, i think we should do a very yes. deadpan uh and you I don't think... know if it's a joke no. or if you're je- or if the person is really serious and really doesn't like you for some reason i mean <laughs> Yeah, well, it can get emotional is what I'm saying. Oh, well, I think retroactive, we could do, we talked about this doing shows, 50s, 60s shows now and, and retroactively. And I well, think- we thought about, well, this is one of the, obviously one of the first things we'll use the time machine for, and that's to go back and, and pitch uh, new shows to, to 1950s studio executives. <laughs> and, and surely you just, I think, has to be one of them. Oh, yeah, I think I could see a hit written all over. And, and with Hans Conried as the host, uh, because <laughs> yeah. people thought he was British. And, uh, and I think he once was the host of a very short-lived game show that he was so uh, 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 stiff in, he actually used the word levity. Uh, and, and I remember it to this day, Scotty. I saw it myself. It was a summer replacement. Uh, people living a thousand years from now probably know who Hans Conrad is, so I don't have to tell them that. Oh, no, that's no, no need. And it's, uh, it is interesting when they do that, because I feel that there's a certain breed of game shows, and there's a, you know, not a lot of them, and they just know how to do it. Just like when they had the uh, Jeopardy tryouts. Uh, even though I like LeVar Burton, but, but, you know, really these guys, they're guys who just made for game shows and it's uh, not in a negative way either. They're just very good at Hans. Well, they did have, as you say, in the 50s and 60s, the elegant British pseudo British, like 
John Daly. John Charles Daly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, and I was just. To tell the truth. I mean, uh, uh, was uh, it, what's uh, my line? What's my and line? I, I was watching one of these. What's my lines? Uh, 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 you know, they, they they live today on YouTube. And um, I mean, the biggest stars used to go on that sh- that television show, the black and yeah. white television show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 um, uh, Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward was was the the mystery guest. Yeah. At uh, one time and John Charles Daly was just so smooth and unimpressed like he <laughs> he he I, I marveled at him Scotty. I marveled and I I I absolutely recommend everybody who's listening to go on YouTube and watch uh, uh um old um snippets from What's My Line and, and because uh, really, Paul Newman was at the top of his game. He could not have been more famous. And and, and John Charles Daly just treated him like another uh, guest on his show. Well, I think John, how powerful yeah. and, and, and confident a, 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 a game show host could have been back in those days. Oh, yeah. Well, on his turf, he, he uh, superseded Mr. Newman. And this is, of course, the great Frank Lloyd Wright was the guest. We saw that at the MoMA exhibit on Mr. Wright. But it was the elegance and civility. And they were dressed in evening wear. They wore yes. tuxes and gowns. And, and, and it, you know, it's such a far cry from what came later. But all these... Maybe but even fa- the fancy uh, uh, um, blindfolds. And, oh, yeah. And, and uh, uh, that were, that were uh, uh, designed by the, the couture... Uh, um, the, you know, um, geniuses of the day that the uh, I assume that the blindfolds themselves were, were very 1950s ish and glittery ish at that. And these that the panelists, Dorothy Kilgallen and, and who else? Uh, Mr. Bennett Surf. Mr. Bennett Surf would. And would I put Kitty Carlisle was when, a, when yeah. the mystery guests would come in. Yeah, yeah. No, and they were all. And Kitty Carlisle was a wonderful, uh, again, elegant. It came, of course. But from, it was always those three. Kitty Carlisle. I believe so, yeah. And uh, I remember one episode I saw, and they made a big thing of Bennett's surf. Well, Bennett's going away for three weeks. He's on a. And it was just like this bit, like it was never done before. He is touring and visiting various, speaking in various places. And they really did this in a reverent way. <laughs> John Daly's a. Well, have a wonderful journey, Bennett. And yes, I shall be in May on, on the coach, on train. You know. Yes. <laughs> I, I assume you're all packed. Oh, yes. Packed, packed, yes. And ready to go. So, yeah, <laughs> just going on a journey was something very remarkable in those days. Well, there was it, certainly no, I just flew in on the red eye. I mean, yeah. I mean, it existed, but yeah. I mean, getting back to that red eye experience, yeah. again, it's nothing new. And, and again, I have to emphasize, yeah. I, look, I let me admit, just full disclosure, I okay. have taken. 9 a.m., noons, 2 p.m.s from the West Coast. Not too late because you don't want to get in at midnight and then you worry about public transport. But uh, but any flight, literally, as I said, during the day is your seating, C-E-D-I, handing the day overnight saying, take it. I'm just traveling all day. You're literally defaulting yeah. on the day. Nothing, there's nothing else you can do. No. Other than get up, have breakfast, rush and, and get there. And then the whole, because of the three hour, especially when you're going to, New York, then three hours later. But again, this red eye scheme, as they would yes. say, you be. I had a full day, and I had at, at literally at, at uh, five uh, six p.m. I was in a restaurant, happy hour, ending dinner, and four women of San Francisco just sat down next to me, and I I actually said, "Well, I've got a nine thirty five p.m. flight." I couldn't have said that, Tommy. No, if I had a one p.m. flight. Number one, I yeah. wouldn't have been there anymore. You I would have been. Have. 
So, I mean, I, I can go on and on about no. all the advantages, but clearly, if I could say one thing to those yes. red eye, you know, skeptics, the skept the anti red eye faction out there, I know it's hard to reach them. Everybody has their own reason. Yeah. But I'm just implore them, give it a try because you get your day back. Wow, that that that's your that's such a great slogan for the yeah. pro red eye. What I worry about are the red eye deniers. Well, yeah. <laughs> these are the people that claim that nobody's ever taken a red eye flight, and that everybody who has is in cahoots with some, you know, in some conspiracy to make people think that red eye flights exist, but they don't. Yeah, I, I, and you cannot talk to these people, Scotty. No, no, no. They, they, they get very upset. They get very no. There's never been a red eye flight. And uh, I show them the flight logs, which I have on me, and they'll still yeah no yeah that was created that was fabricated yes. in the lab. Fake fake that they're fake logs. They love to say yeah. that. Oh, that's oh yeah, a that's fake their thing. log. Stop the fake log. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. those people. I hate to say yeah. it. No. I can't reach them. You know, uh, nothing I could say. I'm reaching out to the in-betweeners, the ones going, I've heard of red eyes, but I don't know. <laughs> I'll be tired the next day. Those people yeah. can make a very reasonable case, and I that's think you can reach them. And that's yes, why you yeah. can reach them. And yeah. and, and, and uh, uh, you're right, Scotty. I mean, th is there anything more important than the gift of time, Scotty? Oh, no, literally uh, no. Uh, and giving, and literally most people don't think there's an option. They say, well... <laughs> I'm going to spend the whole day and night traveling. That's what you got to do to get back. Yeah. And I say, no, there is another option. Right. Now, Scotty, and these are not, and this is a, 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 um, a point not raised just by the, the red eye deniers, but the red yeah. eye skeptics who, yeah. who claim. And I, and, and, and again, I, I haven't read the uh, uh, article in the Atlantic monthly about, <laughs> about, uh, uh, about this particular very topic, but you say, yes, you save a day, but then you have the next day you have to recover yes. and sleep while you uh, to, to gain back your sleepage. Well, that's what do you point. say to those people? Well, Scotty? I've got got my answer at the ready uh, <laughs> and everyone has their own way of just doing it. But what I did was I literally uh, returned to my apartment at uh, 730 a.m. New York time, which is 430 San Francisco time. And right. and I actually unpacked and I just kind of, you know, uh, basically a few things. And then I went to bed at uh, 8.15 a.m., arose at 11.30, setting my alarm, mm -hmm. and actually got through the day in fine f fashion. I mean, I, you know, there have been many days where just that I get eight hours sleep when my eyes begin to close at 6.30 watching the news. And I didn't have any eye shuddering. I actually did a brisk, I met our, our friend, Betsy, uh, I walked across. I walked over seven miles. I think that was important. I recommend that. Get that physical activity. So wait, you're smoke. telling me that you took... Okay, this is... I think we've got Man Bites Dog here. This yeah. is the news. This is the headline right here. Yeah, yeah. So Man takes red-eye flight and then walks seven miles. After a three-hour nap, I guess a you'd call After it. a three-hour nap. And I, and I recommend that because you get the juices flowing and everything. Yeah. And it's a brisk day in New York in the 50s. Long, and when you say juice is flowing, you're not just talking about blood uh, uh, or and juice. You're talking no. about all of the 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 uh, the bodily fluid, bodily internal ones that stay there. And again, even as I said, <laughs> juice is flowing. I don't love that expression either, Frank. Lad. I just couldn't think no, of the other No, but they one. stay there. I think that's the key. Yeah, I was looking for you to say that. I didn't want to come out and say these juices will be flowing inside the body. They never leave the body, right? Yeah, I hope that people assume <laughs> that, but not not all. And again, it's yeah, we're totally against you and I 
external uh, juice flowing and, and that's <laughs> unless you're carrying a bottle and you trip and it spills right. out but yeah. well that's not, that's not bodily fluids no no right? that's so true and i don't say juices flowing although you're i really did mean... say get the juices flowing and that could be you know the juice companies would probably interpret it to mean their product so uh we'll leave it at that but uh it also oh, gets the I mind you... going and and gets everything because you sit i was sitting for uh, for you know, well over five hours, so it was good. So I recommend that again. Yeah, not yeah. for everybody, uh, but that helped me. I went to trade. I had a lovely lunch. I I walked some miles. I went to Trader Joe's again. Will this work for everyone? I don't know. Maybe some people tinker. Maybe they don't go to Trader Joe's. Maybe, maybe they're not within five miles of a Trader Joe's. Well, that's that could be. And I don't want to. Uh, you know, I don't want them to go. Forget it. I'm never taking a red eye then. So yeah, right that there. that's my fear. Is yeah, that, no, so that's not the formula that it has to no, be. No, it's not your own. It's yeah. great. Listen, in in your case, yeah, you wind up in in uh, New York City, right? Uh, that never sleeps, and you arrive yeah. at, 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 at Red Eye. So you got a bunch of other people who who never slept as well. Yeah, you know, you, you, you can kind of nod to them on the on the sidewalk. Yeah, at, yeah. At, as you. Uh, well, well, you know what is fascinating to me? Again, this is part of the lifestyle we have. It's an interesting phenomenon that here I am on the uh, E train and the F train after the air train uh, at, say, 6.30 in the morning, and you expect it to be desolate or with other red-eyers like myself. No, Tommy, packed subway cars with the people we praise, all the essential workers, people going off. Today, it's just any other day. And they're up starting their day early and they have a whole day of work ahead of them. So it was um, humbling and and just to see that and uh, that well, my I mean, story wasn't you, the most important one in the whole train. It's 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 humbling even for me hearing about it, Scotty. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I was feeling kind of like high on the horse. Isn't that the expression? Is that is and it? then this high on the hog, high in the hog. I was I was on my I was on my high horse. Well, there you uh, go. Uh, yeah. uh, just a, literally seconds ago, until you, until you brought up that humbling uh, anecdote about how the the trains from the plane were filled with uh, 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 just the the regular Joes, the the, the you know the the first respond well first second and third responders. Yeah, the, uh, people have been working through all of this. Who uh, uh, well starting off with the airline personnel, you see that on the air train. Then when you get on the subway, just people every. A normal day getting up people that crack made, of dawn to go to work kept new york going that yeah. delivered the pizzas and and everything uh, and 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 delivered everything else you're right i like that i like how you summed it up by using the word everything well uh, and in their uh, i was about to list all the things they were going to deliver one at a time and <laughs> in a way you saved you again the gift of time scott yeah exactly so that i, I don't know if longine is ever timex i'm sure they <laughs> use that i never understand i mean the just as a memory of the watch yep. commercials the one to me the most offensive and the, the, was literally and this was an actual commercial where a very earnest guy like you and me giving his lady friend a wife whatever a, a watch and she actually and this is a commercial i, I doubt my own memory but it's true mm -hmm. i was hoping for a longine <laughs> That was their commercial, which is wildly successful because I'm remembering it 40 years, yes, 50 years I, after I the do fact. too. Yeah. What a horrible commercial. In every I way, was, yes. In every way, what a, what a terrible, and, and it inspired a whole generation of, of ungrateful crabbies. <laughs> Would you agree? I mean, oh, that, absolutely. And anyone to think that that'd be an effective 
commercial. I mean, I understand where they're going, but to me, it's it's celebrating just, such a, a horrible, sour attitude, ungratitude. Un- 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 like I was yeah. always raised: if you get a a, a gift, no matter if it's a watch, uh, uh, that uh, 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 maybe it's Timex. Jeez, that's the word. I remember I got a Timex watch one time as a graduation present. A Timex. Yeah. Why I was thrilled. I didn't. I didn't as say, I would I was be hoping in, for a long. No, you didn't say like a paddock. Philippe, which, <laughs> you don't actually own it. You pass it on to the next generation. Which, yeah. Uh, 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 so, uh, by the way, that's that's not a great selling point either. <laughs> yeah, if you're spending fifty thousand or what, you'd want. By the really way, you don't it. own it. You do whatever to. you want with it. Wear it whenever you want. You have to go. Oh, I got to give this to pass it on down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so uh, we're telling me what we've done, and this I'm a little concerned because it's yeah. going to take up a lot of time. We're now being viewed as expert watch. Uh, marketing consultants, and that's going to eat into all the other things we do. We're going to be getting, as we speak, the calls are all going to be desperately, oh, what do we do? What, uh, we didn't need to offend our, how do we undo the Longines incident, as we call it? Trade. <laughs> right. we, we sort of stumbled into it. And, yeah. and, and, and now, and by the way, as, a, as an expert, and, and I, I should add speculative uh, expert, yes. uh, yeah. uh, everything is pure speculation, so it's not muddied by you know, uh, uh, irrelevant facts yeah. and figures, uh, but uh, it, does Longines even exist as a company now? Well, if it does, that's the worst thing those executives want to hear on the air. That's, <laughs> that's uh, the last thing you want to hear is you still exist. Just like when people say to me, this is another thing, a, a total faux pas, whatever it is, they always say, oh, you're still doing stand-up? Yeah. <laughs> now that inherently, number one, why would you ask that? Because, uh, yeah. Oh, I haven't heard anything, so you're probably out of the business, right? Oh, you're still doing it. Great. No, yeah. just say, how's the stand-up going? Then one would have the option to say, well, I took a, I pivoted, and now I'm in a Took lighting. a hiatus. Uh, I, yeah, uh, or I'm doing something else. I'm, I'm yeah. you know, working with the, the poor and yeah, the or something. But but otherwise... Right, uh, but assume that you're still... Always assume that you're still doing stand-up. Exactly. I, I, yeah. I would... I would take that a little bit further just assume that everybody is doing stand-up <laughs> and, and just say how's the stand-up going and they go oh i've never been involved with stand-up. oh and then you can go on oh well yeah, yeah play it safe yeah yeah and, uh, but uh, yeah it's never good are you still because it's, it's yeah. no because that sort of implies that why you know we were all expecting you to give it up a while ago yeah, or well, I haven't been every day hearing about what shows you're doing. Or well, something. Exactly. So obviously it doesn't exist. So we're giving so much advice out here, Tommy. I just like out there. I hope people, I'm sure they are, uh, with their notepad, yeah. uh, hopefully lined. Yes. I think it's easier that way. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, don't, don't try to type in all the notes that you're taking using your phone. Um, uh, just use line paper. It's yeah. easier. You can hold the. Pe- it's easier to hold pens. Yeah. And tap away with your fingers, but uh, eventually this will be. You know, you, you can play these back and and uh, you know it's interesting, Scotty. Before we go, yes. Uh, uh, this uh, podcast right now, people don't realize this is behind the this this you know behind the curtain here. Yeah. But uh, the time of this podcast had been changed. And and I, I learned about it uh, uh, from a text. But Scotty, the text that you sent me—this is your text that you yeah. sent me—altering uh, 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 the time. I had to lis- listen to it because I was driving. Oh, so wow. a, a woman's voice read <laughs> your text, and 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 also and also uh, uh, I'll be 
uh, and also another text from a from a friend, another friend, and and indicated a smiling uh, uh, a heart mouth emoji was <laughs> the the the, the uh, computer actually spoke the words heart mouth emo- emoji. <laughs> well, I you know, honestly tell me I, I I not I don't know that is possible. I don't use Siri. I don't use any of the voice activated things, but that's quite a thing. No, you didn't ha- you didn't have to my on my my end and that's why when yeah. you got a text from me it was purely voice activated i i was uh, i was driving along the new jersey uh, the uh, palisades parkway wow well, that time. is amazing i you know when i texted i just thought ah, I'm just thanks you look at your phone you're sitting on the couch i had no idea that you were uh, in in transit, so to speak, on yeah. the uh, Palisade. Now, Simon, let me. I also would be remiss mm-hmm. as we've refer- discussed that expression. This may well be the first time that you are, uh, and this really I should have billboarded at the top, as they say, but recording from a new fancy pants studio. That's right. It is fancy. Uh, it is the fanciest of pants yeah. uh, in Wyndham, New York. The the uh, extremely charming uh, town. Uh, tiny little village and nestled, Scotty, nestled yeah. in the hills uh, uh, in, in the Catskills. And uh, it's even more Catskillian than, the, than Hunter, uh, where, where, I normally, been, uh, where I normally from, was recording. Like the from. Fairview Inn and the That's Fairlawn right, Inn. Fairlawn Inn, yep. And, and, but now I'm in this, in a house that, that, that I recently purchased and walking on. Um, you may hear a deadened sound because it's it, it's all carpeted. Oh, I know. It's, it really is, uh, you know, the, like Bearsville is in Woodstock with Tom yeah. Rundgren. And now it's, you know, it's Wyndham. Uh, you'll give it a name. Uh, we're not going to have to ask for it right now. We'll, no. we'll name the studio some appropriate yes. thing. But uh, I could just tell even, I mean, I feel like, hey, I better up my game for my apartment here. I do have a, a rug, but this is really uh, the re- the real deal, as they might say in certain parts. They call it Podcast City, much well, like Radio Well, that was City our original and... vision, which a lot yeah. of people, and which I still believe that that's where we're from, this massive complex. And you go to the cafeteria, you could just do the stories of oh, all the people right. come together, many of them wearing their podcast outfits. Yes, yes, so, yes. You see them all. <laughs> they don't change. Right. Have lunch. Extras, podcast oh. extras walking by in costume uh, 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 at the commissary. Oh yeah, podcast of course. Of course. Uh, uh, well, Scotty, on that note, I mean, I, I, uh, it just the, the ideas are tumbling forward, and, and, and uh, but I have to run, uh, Scotty. Yes, well, and this time, this constructive time, we do play by the rules with it, but we'll be back again and pick up where we left off, or slightly a little further down the road, or maybe even backwards a little bit. That's right, Scotty. So, Tommy, well, for now though. I'm going to have to just say quite clearly, I remain sincerely your Scott Blakeman. I'm always going to be Tom Saunders, and we're getting through this.